When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour 2 of Almost Famous begins now. And welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians. From right here on the South Shore into Boston and across New England, brought to you every Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass. Make sure to follow us online, facebook.com slash almostfamousradio, Instagram as well at almostfamousradio, and subscribe to our podcast, which you can find on Apple Music and wherever podcasts are available, including Spotify. So my name is John Shea. We are live on the Tiny Stage this Tuesday evening with a pretty cool band, somebody who you might be familiar with, Brian Coombs. He is with Rocking Horse Music, and he has the Rocking Horse Music Club in studio this evening here on WATD. Brian, how you doing? Hey, John. I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing awesome. Welcome back. This is your third time here, I believe. It is, yeah. It's always a pleasure to come down. Always fun having you here. So uh, introduce us to uh, who's in the room tonight. I will, yeah. So um, we're actually playing in a nice little uh, band circle here tonight. So um, uh, we have Justin Cohn uh, on lead vocals and acoustic guitar. Uh, we have Pat Gochez, who some of your listeners may know from uh, Pat and the Hats. Yes, now, love uh, them. The Hats. Uh, Pat is singing and playing piano. And to my left is a uh, longtime rocking horse session guitar player, Myron Kibbe, who you've met on a couple of occasions. Awesome. Very cool. So and how did this... Pro- oh, yeah, one oh, more. Yeah, so we're going to like to shout out to our drummer, Eric Wagley, who's uh, working right now. So he's, uh, he's not, not joining us for this. Next time we can, we can uh, maybe have him Skype in. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> so tell us the history of this uh, this project. How did you guys all come together? Well, um, it all came together through our work at, um, at Rocking Horse. Um, and actually, the first time all of us worked together was when we uh, did Justin's debut EP. Um, you know, it was uh, Justin came in with these remarkable group of songs, and um, the guys from Rocking Horse including Eric Wagley and Myron Kibbe and uh, Joey Pirog, who uh, I know you know from various projects, including The Hats. Um, we, as a band, put down uh, you know the instrumental stuff for Justin's songs, and then Pat came in and wrote uh, a really nice background vocal arrangement on one of the tunes, and that was actually kind of the genesis of, uh, of the project. Pat and I wrote uh, a couple of songs, uh, one of which... Uh, ended up in a movie that hasn't come out yet. Um, that was a song called I Would Save You. Uh, and then we also, right around that same time, wrote a song called uh, Everywhere is Home. But then Pat got busy and I got busy with uh, other projects, so the song kind of sat on the shelf for a while. And uh, we picked it up last summer. And I do remember when we first wrote it, um, Pat and I discussing how Justin Cohn would be the perfect voice for the song. So I called up Justin and asked him if uh, he was interested in coming in and singing. And, um, you know, he proved me right because, you know, I'm real proud of the song that Pat and I wrote, but Justin really brought it to life and, you know, made it his own. Well, you want to start off with that song tonight? Um, Yeah, we can. Sure. Yeah, you're talking about it. Let's talk some more after this, but um, I want to talk about the CD that just came out, but let's hear a song first. 
We have the Rocking Horse Music Club in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Everywhere is 
We have the Rocking Horse Music Club in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD. That was incredible. Very nice job on that one, guys. Thank you. Yeah, on the, uh, the record, it's actually a full choir. So Pat and I are t- trying to replace a full choir on the background vocals on that one. Well, you did outstanding on that. Very nice. Thank you. That was one of the songs that uh, you wrote, Brian. Uh, tell us what that song's about. Well, um, you know, again, uh, so I wrote that lyric. Um, Pat and I wrote the music together. Um, and it's primarily about my, uh, my dad, um, you know, looking back on a life. And, uh, you know, I was a big Beatles fan, big George Harrison fan. And I loved how George Harrison would always write these what on the surface were love songs, um, but they were really love songs to God, right? So when Pat and I sat down to write, uh, I think we were, it was intended for a certain uh, a project that never ended up happening, and we were asked to write a gospel song, and, um, you know, Pat and I had never really written gospel before, um, and I had that everywhere is home concept, which again, everywhere is home um, as long as you're by my side, that could either be a loved one or it could be um, your interpretation of God. Uh, and it just um, it's a comforting song. And, you know, what's interesting is um, Pat had uh, just a, uh, when we, we did the demo, he had that line in the first verse about um, what's a home except for sticks and stones. And uh, I don't know if he ever intended on us keeping that, but. Uh, I loved it so much and, uh, you know, kind of built the rest of the lyric around what, you know, Pat was just singing as a stream of conscious thing. Um, so so it's a song that's very special because it's about uh, my father looking back over the course of his life. Fantastic. I might say uh, with a song that does have somewhat um, that has li- that have lyrics that uh, that seem sort of surface level. Um, but do have depth that does take the right singer to bring the depth out of the lyric. And uh, the demo with my vocal just doesn't quite cut it. And so <laughs> having the right singer makes all the difference. And so Justin's able to do that. Now, is that a difficult decision to make, to, to, to know in your heart that the song that you wrote, you really can't sing and somebody else sings it better? Is that a difficult thing to, to, uh, no, to come it's to? No, it's one of the best feelings in the world, actually. It's, it's really nice. And, you know, John, that, that, that original demo with Pat singing, I think, has an awful lot of charm because, to me, it sounds like Pat trying to sound like Paul McCartney trying to sing gospel. That's incredible. <laughs> and it has, a, it has a lot of charm. But like I say, really early on in the process, um, you know, we had talked about having Justin come in and sing it. And uh, I was all too happy when uh, Justin agreed to to come in. And as soon as he let go of, you know, trying to emulate Pat's delivery, and once he was able to make it his own, uh, that's when the song really took off. You might have to uh, send me a sneak peek of that demo, because I'd love to hear it. I won't play it, I promise. We, we, uh, I still have that. I, I, I can do that. <laughs> awesome. Speaking of recordings, the CD, Every Change of Seasons, is this available right now? Yeah, so the, uh, the CD um, came out last week. It's available um, wherever you buy your music. I guess I should say, um, this is kind of a throwback thing, that uh, the version that's available online uh, only has five of the, uh, the seven songs. The last two songs are available only on CD uh, because they make up kind of a 
prog rock suite that we just felt, uh, you know, wouldn't fit right in the modern Spotify world. Of individual tracks? That's correct. Yeah. Awesome. This CD, and I've heard, I haven't heard the whole disc, I've heard just uh, a few cuts off of this, has a very, uh, in a good way, a very old school soul to it. Any plans to release this on, uh, on vinyl to get the full analog experience? There, uh, yeah, there are plans to do vinyl. I think, um, you know, when we come back after the uh, the British tour that uh, is happening, um, you know, we're going to look at uh, the plans for the future. A few people have asked about uh, about vinyl, so uh, I don't know. We might, um, you know, we might throw in a couple more songs. We've uh, we've Bonus got more tracks. songs, so um, yeah. So there may be a different version that comes out on vinyl. So we have turntables here at the radio station, so what, once it does come out on vinyl, please get me a copy, because I'd play the hell out of that. And that means Pat should bring his heavy loader down here. Oh, yes. The first, the first Patrick Goches album that's available on vinyl. Oh, very cool. Awesome. Definitely. Send that to me, too. Great. Well, Let's uh, keep rolling uh, into the music. What do we have on the uh, set list next? Yeah. How about um, Closer to the Sun? Sounds good. We have Rocking Horse Music Club in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD on the tiny stage. Guys, it's all yours. Just begun 
in the longest night of winter where we're closer to the sun when the darkest night is over a new one's just begun we wander through all of our yesterday in search of a better space well regret the things that we didn't do or do we regret the things the things we've We have the Rocking Horse Music Club in studio tonight on the tiny stage here on WATD. Who wants to share what that song's about? Well, uh, I guess that's uh, that's a lyric from me. Um, that is just kind of playing on the irony that, um, you know, those of us who live on planet Earth, when... Um, when the earth is closest to the sun, it happens to be winter and it's, um, you know, it's kind of just, just, just a play on that irony. I, you know, there was, um, that opening line about, uh, January face, February smile. Um, I was actually channeling my inner shape, but there's a little bit of Shakespeare in there. There's a little bit of Leonard Cohen in there. There's a little bit of Cole Porter in there because it was all supposed to be kind of tongue in cheek, uh, sadly, this will end badly for me. Um, you know, I always envision that as kind of a, a show tune. And, uh, you know, we do the old Cole Porter trick of, you know, when the, the, when the emotion gets sad, we hit the minor chord. And that's the sadly, this will end badly. So uh, just have, kind of having fun with lyrics. And, um, <laughs> you know, it is a bit somber. And, um, you know, it's saying that. Uh, but it ends, um, you know, it ends on a positive note. It ends, uh, you know, in the major key and kind of says that, uh, you know, even if we're uh, even in the dark of winter, there's uh, there's still hope. Kind of like the uh, Lennon-McCartney contrast there. Yeah, you got it. Awesome. Very cool. We have Rocking Horse Music Club in studio tonight. We have to take our first timeout of the evening, brought to you each Tuesday night by Tiny and Sons Glass. But we have more with these guys, more live music coming to you on WATD right after this. This is Annie Brobst, and you're listening to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. 
Welcome back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians every Tuesday night on 95.9 and 95.9 WATD.com. My name is John Shea. We are live on the tiny stage this evening with Rocking Horse Music Club. Guys, how you doing in there? We're doing great. Awesome. So let's do another round of introductions. Who do we have in studio on the tiny stage? Cool. Yeah. So we've got uh, Justin Cohn on uh, lead vocals and acoustic guitar. Hey there, Justin. And Patrick Gochez on piano and vocals. Hey, Pat. And Myron Kibbe on uh, electric guitar, and he doesn't have a mic in front of him. We'll get you over to one of these mics. There he is. And I'm Brian Coombs. I'm playing a little bit of bass and a little bit of keyboards and uh, trying to keep up with uh, the the vocal talents of uh, Pat and Justin. Awesome. Very cool. So, Brian, we've played a number of your songs over the years here at WATD, but many people might not know they're yours because you're mostly a producer. Talk about that. How did you get involved in producing? And talk about um, Rocking Horse Music Studios. Um, Yeah, thanks, John. So... um you know, like a lot of people who find their way into the studio business and producing, um, in my younger days, I was in a rock band um, from New Hampshire that um, was moderately successful. We uh, we had a record deal in England and did a lot of touring, uh, both, you know, throughout the United States. And uh, we were fortunate enough to do a few European tours. We recorded a record in London. Um so that was a great experience for me. I was always the, you know, when we were recording, I was the first guy in. I was the last guy to leave. And I was always the one hanging over the engineer's shoulders, probably driving him crazy. What's that button do? And why are you doing this? And probably throwing out all kinds of ideas that I thought were grandiose and wonderful, but, uh, you know, probably were naive and embarrassing at the time. Uh, but it was an invaluable experience. So, uh, you know, the band ran its course and, you know, we're all still friends. We see each other on occasion. Um, a couple of the guys still do sessions for me up at the studio. Um, but, you know, so it was, when the band ran its course, it was kind of, um, you know, a moment in my life where I had to decide what I wanted to do next. And, you know, we had all, I had always had this vision of uh, having a studio to, uh, to record my own material. So... Uh, my wife, Michelle, who's, you know, been wonderfully supportive of all my crazy endeavors, um, allowed me to turn our entire basement of our house in Manchester, New Hampshire, into a pretty sophisticated home studio. And, um, you know, I learned the gear by recording an album with Michelle. Michelle and I wrote a bunch of songs and, um, you know, we recorded them. And much to my surprise and delight, they didn't sound terrible. So we went forward and put that record out. Uh, and then we very quickly outgrew that studio, and um, you know Michelle and I went on a search for uh, a place out in the country. Uh, had this romantic notion of building a studio in a barn, and um, you know that's what we did. Um, but of course, at that point, I became so busy producing uh, producing acts and uh, re- just recording that I the dream of actually owning a studio to do my own songs. Uh, really took a long time, and it really wasn't until Pat and I got together, and it was with a- Alex Preston actually that uh, you know we wrote that song "I Would Save You." That was uh, the first song that you know I was a part of writing uh, that we recorded in uh, in in my own studio. So 
like I say, all of that kind of led us to Rocking Horse Music Club. And I remember proposing, you know, my idea that I, I presented to Justin and to Pat was, you know, be kind of like Mike and the Mechanics, where it's, you know, the two big, talented voices up front with myself and, you know, the guys from Rocking Horse, Myron and Eric, kind of uh, playing supportive roles. Um, so I was thrilled when both of them, you know, said, yeah, Brian, that, that sounds like an interesting idea. So um, it, the project just developed organically and, um, you know, it, it kind of picked up some steam and now we're, uh, we're off and rolling. Uh, but, awesome. you know, but it was never intended to be anybody's primary role. I mean, you know, if anybody's listening, thinking that, uh, geez, Brian is off doing uh, Rocking Horse Music Club, doesn't have time to record me. No, I mean, you know, where's Josh Kimball and Myron Kibbe and Eric Wagley and Brian Coombs are still open for business at Rocking Horse. And Justin Cohn has his own career and Pat has the hats. And, uh, you know, this is just a vehicle for us to do some some different things. I know from a songwriting perspective, Pat and Justin have both looked at me kind of funny because, you know, they're so used to writing songs on their own. uh, And I'm so used to writing songs in a collaborative nature that, you know, they kind of look at me like, you want me to do what? And it's I I just kind of tell them, hey, just just go with it as an intellectual exercise. Excellent. And, uh, you know, both of them have, you know, either taken some of my rudimentary basic ideas and turned them into what I think are really good, strong songs. Or, you know, they brought in ideas of their own and let me help finish those. Very cool. And the uh, the title of the record, um, the Rocking Horse Music Club, Every Change of Seasons, did you borrow Rocking Horse Music Club from Cheryl Crow by chance? Um, no, but that, you know, that I was aware of that, that, you know, the Tuesday Night Music Club, that was definitely uh, in mind. And, you know, I guess I should say, too, that um, it's it's kind of the project is kind of nebulous and we're intending as things go, um, you know, to incorporate more and more people into this uh, Rocking Horse Music Club. I love it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm really, really thrilled with uh, this group that we've got you know, playing right now, but, uh, you know, even on the record, there are other people The you know, there are quite a few people from the hats, you know, Pat's sister is on the record. Brendan Harris, plays bass on some of the records. So, um, you know, there are a lot of friends of ours who are on the record. So it's already kind of gone beyond the five of us that, uh, you know, are, are in the band right now. Cool. Speaking of the record, let's hear some more music. Yeah. What's next? Yeah, so we're gonna let um, we're gonna let Pat play one of his songs. And Pat, this is this is a new one. Yeah, that's right. I'd like to do a new song. This is called Adelaide. Okay, it's all yours. Take it away. Ninety-five-nine WATD. Full of life should God decide 
Like weeping willow limbs It bangs a brush to side By the window open Hell bent on surprise But Adelaide remains within a daze And every morning Mom and Dad wait Just outside the bedroom door Of the one and only child To start to stir and every morning mom and dad watches the hopes are brushed aside By the minute hand who lands on time for work But Adelaide remains within a daze While months go by as if the months were days Oh Adelaide, oh won't you come away
Very nice, man. That was awesome. Pat Gochez here on WATD, part of not only Pat in the Hats, but the Rocking Horse Music Club, who was in studio tonight here on WATD. Tell us how you wrote that song, man. Uh, oh, good question. That's a great song to kind of get into, I suppose. Um, every once in a while, I'd say probably about 65% of the time I write songs, music first, and lyrics later. And uh, a lot of the time I just... Uh, we'll write something because it's fun to play. And so with a piano tune like this, I had, you know, a bunch of this sort of worked out in my mind, and I started to play it. Um, but I could never really write the song, you know, really if you were to strip away all the fancy stuff, I could never really get into the song and the story and the lyric. So uh, so I took sort of the backbone of what I'm playing on piano, and I learned it on acoustic guitar, and I was final, finally able to sort of write a story. Uh, and when you take the chords and simplify them, uh, really becomes sort of a, a dark uh, chord progression. And uh, so it got me thinking sort of wintry. And so I went with that idea. So basically the song, it, it is pretty dark. It's Essentially it's about a girl, Adelaide, who's uh, basically trapped in a coma or a mental illness, and uh, and her, her parents and her loved ones can't seem to figure out how to, uh, how to reach her. And uh, so it's sort of a, a dark concept. Um, but when you throw all the pretty stuff in there, you can kind of you got to get away with doing that. Interesting. Um, Very cool. Yeah, thanks. Tell us about Pat and the Hats. Sure, I'd love to. So uh, we're called the Hats now. This is a relatively recent change. And um, still in the band. I'm still here. We've had, uh, I've had to answer that question a couple <laughs> of times. Right, hey, uh, you're like people come up very concerned. Hey, Brian, um, what happened with Pat and the Hats? They kicked Pat out of the band? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had a great show not uh, maybe two months ago, and uh, and I opened up the show with with saying I was honored to be selected as the best uh, sounding lookalike that they had found, <laughs> and, and honored to be fronting the band. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. The the hats have been around for uh, six years now. We started in 2012, and uh, we've put out two records, both of them produced up at uh, Rocking Horse. And uh, we're working on a third, a full length. And, um, yeah, we couldn't be happier with the way it's sounding. We're excited to share it, but we're looking at, you know, a mid-autumn release. Fantastic. Have to come back. Yeah, I'd love to. Excellent. Let's uh, keep on rolling with the music. What are we going to listen to next? Well, if it's all right with you, John, we're going to do another solo song with, uh, with Justin Cohn this time. Oh, definitely. Very cool. 95.9 WATD, we are listening to Rocking Horse Music Club on the Tiny Stage. Take it away, man. It's all yours. And tell us about this song's about. This is a song called uh, One Last Time. It was on uh, my EP that came out a few years ago called All Aglow. Um, It's a song about a uh, relationship in crisis. It was inspired by some adults in my life and also just um, just drawing from... um, I don't know. I the melody really was. I, I recorded like a melody on my phone uh, like a year before I wrote the song, and then the words just kind of came from the melody. So um, it was a com- it was a combination of both things. But basically, it's a it's a sad it's a sad love song, which I like to write. Let's we're, hear it. We're a happy bunch, John. I can tell. <laughs> we are. Believe it or not, <laughs> we're happier than we sound. We laugh. We laugh a lot, but the songs are sometimes kind of dark. Yeah. It bridge the gap. They make for great music. I hope so. <laughs> Let's hear it. All right. Oh, 
my darling, oh my dear, I am paralyzed by fear. I've yet to see the sun rise. It's been a starless night, I know. With these headlights all aglow, they light up the lane but blind my eyes. We are not to feel this way. We are often numb to pain. We are frequently avoiding, but this distance brings a lull. Our sharpened hearts have withered dull. We have built this and destroyed it, destroyed it, destroyed it. But can we dance just one last time? Fill the silence up with moment. Let the fire we had flicker in our eyes. We're nostalgic, we're improving. Let me flail for a lifeline one last time. How you diagnose the pain that I caused you yesterday? Have the symptoms yet subsided? Well, I've been a slave to lesser things. I run to every bell that rings. I am constantly short-sighted. So maybe now I'll shut my mouth. I've run north till I've run south. My mortality is scaring me, but do not let me in again. If this truly is our end, truly is finality, finality, finality. Can we dance just one last time? Oh, fill the silence up with movement. Let the fire we had flicker in our eyes. Oh, we're nostalgic, we're in, we must be improving. Let me flail for a lifeline just one last time. So can you hear me calling out Through the thickening fog I shout Can we try to love just one last time If you agree to my request We'll simply dance around again But it's worth it all just one last time One last time One last time around until we find our symphonies have got no movement so let the music last as long as time we are bound to show improvement let me flail for a lifeline let me sing until the sunrise you have 
hesitate, so just look me in my eyes one last time. Very nice, man. That was incredible. Thank you. Tell us about your solo career. Where can people find your solo stuff? So, all that I all that I have released right now is, uh, is that EP that came out a few years ago, and that's on iTunes and Spotify and every digital platform. Um, the hope is to begin recording when we get back from our tour in September. Um, that's coming right up uh, for a full-length album. So I've got enough material now to record. Uh, you know, Excellent. Full thing, but um, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of what I do presently is I I do play some gigs where I get to play uh, my own stuff, but I also make uh, a good chunk of my living playing uh, cover gigs in bars and restaurants and that kind of thing. So I know awesome. a lot of other people's songs too. <laughs> Very cool. Once the once the new record comes out, please get it in my hands. I'll definitely get, I give you some spins here. Thank you so much. Yeah, of will, course, definitely. Let's uh, let's keep on rolling with the music. What are we listening to next? So, John, we're going to do a tune that um, actually made its world uh, premiere on your show when Josh Kimball and I were down, and you paid a wonderful compliment when you said that it uh, sounded very Wrecking Crew. Um, I believe you mentioned the Partridge family. and uh, Yeah, I think that, the, the Beach Boys, I, too. I smiled at that. Let's hear it. And what I, you know, what I think is interesting about uh, this song in particular, this is actually a song that uh, Pat and Justin and I wrote together. And um, one, one thing that I think is absolutely fascinating is when you listen to the solo songs that the guys just did, and then you listen to the Rocking Horse Music Club thing, I think you can see the influences of both of those guys. And, um, but yet, you know, the Rocking Horse stuff doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like a Justin Cohn record. It doesn't sound like a Hats record. But yet, if you know the players and you know the influences, you could say, oh, yeah, that, that bit's kind of Justin or that bit's kind of Pat. And I tell you what, uh, you know, I just I feel absolutely blessed to be able to perform, be in a band with two singer-songwriters as good as Justin and Pat, and then to be in a band with musicians as good as Myron Kibbe and Eric Wagley. I'm, pretty, uh, I'm a pretty lucky guy with that, so... Just wanted to throw that out there. Awesome. That is Brian Coombs of Rocking Horse Music Club. Let's hear the song, guys. Used to lie in the bed, holding each other. 
ever fall at your feet I could make you happy How to fall in again I got no way of knowing What do you see when you look back On days when I made you happy Would you follow me now? I don't know where I'm going. Ooh. You used to leave the porch side on, but now it's dark as night, darling. Used to lie in the bed, just holding each other till the Someone else's story We're just passing time Waiting for the leaves to change oh. 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 We used to say Very cool. 95.9 WATD with the Rocking Horse Music Club. Guys, I think we have time for one more song, and then we're going to close out the night. Does that work for you? Great. Yeah, All right. 95.9 WATD. This is Almost Famous. This is Adam Ezra, and you are listening to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians every Tuesday night, 8 till 10 p.m., brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, making way for Mike Joshua and Americana Rama coming your way at 10 o'clock tonight here on the South Shores radio station. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio is the uh, keyword to put in there. And our podcast as well, available on iTunes and Spotify and wherever podcasts are available. So for a few more minutes more, we are being joined in studio tonight by Rocking Horse Music Club. Guys, how you doing? Great, great. Fantastic. Great. Yeah. Thank you again for coming all the way down to Marshfield tonight to uh, play for us here on the South Shore. Give us your online information. Where can people track you guys down online? Uh, yeah, sure. You can find us on most of the social media platforms, but our website, rockinghorsemusicclub.com. 
Um, find us on Facebook, and then um, you know Justin and Pat have their own uh, their own social media that they can tell you about real quick. Excellent, go for it. You can find all the hats stuff. Uh, sort of the the hub is thehatsmusic.com, and uh, we've got links to the Facebook and everything else on there, just, uh, Instagram and whatnot. And uh, a rough ETA for the new album. I don't want to tell you just yet, uh, <laughs> but we're looking at this sometime this fall. Cool, excellent. And then uh, my my stuff, Justin Cohn Music uh, on Facebook, um, it, Justin Cohn on Instagram. You can follow me on there. Uh, my website is currently under some maintenance, but it is justincohn.com. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it for me as far as social media goes. Myron, how about you? Just yell really loudly. <laughs> you can follow him on Instagram. Yeah, he's on Instagram. MT Kibby. Awesome. He's got a ton of followers. He's a marathon runner. Myron Kibby. Very cool. He ran here. He made it just in time. I know. <laughs> Seconds to spare. And uh, Brian, I know. Well, just last week we had uh, Sophia in studio, so that's cool. I know you've worked with her, but any any new projects on the horizon? Uh, yeah, one project that I'm very excited about that I think. We weren't ready to play when Josh and I were in. Uh, we're doing a record with um, Caroline Carter, who's a former Miss New Hampshire. Um, it's kind of a dark, synthy pop album that uh, we're really excited about, and that will be coming uh, later in the fall. Excellent. And the title of the record, which came out just over a week ago? Every Change of Seasons. Excellent. Very cool. What are we closing out the night with? close out with a song um, called Roadblocks. This was uh, one that uh, Justin had originally showed us when we were doing his uh, EP and uh, at the time it just didn't make it and uh, he gave me full liberty to give it the rocking horse music treatment and take it away from it being an acoustic singer-songwriter tune to something that you're about to hear. Okay, let's hear it. Thank you guys so much. Get home safely. We'll talk to you soon and enjoy the tour. Thanks, John. All right. Somewhere between the lines of hope and compromise, somewhere between the lines of found. My Mariana's trench, my cabin on Everest, oh heaven sent. Well, I'm falling up to you. And what is there to bliss? You're all I ever miss. What is there to life without your spark, without your existential kiss? Roadblocks and hand grenades wouldn't stand as worthwhile barricades. Well, I dashed out all the boulevards for you. Jammed up, slow down in a state where I take back roads I navigate. I cross the Atlantic by canoe just to find my way to you. Just to find. Love as a product, feeding a narcotic. I was foolish and naive and self-involved. So pardon my disgraces. 
I'm a man of many faces. I pray someday this fear your hold will be resolved. And what is that a peace? It's too easy to receive when all it is about you is simply at ease. Oh, blocks and hand grenades will stand as book by barricades while I dash down all the bullet bars filled. Jammed up, slowed down in our states, but I take back roads, I navigate, I cross. Atlantic by canoe oh, Just to find my way to you Just to find my way back to you Oh, is no distance, oh Just to find my way back to you 